Welcome to the podcast from Eden Worship Center. Because we believe that it is God's Word that does God's work in God's people, we want you to hear the gospel preached in the gathering of believers. We want you to read it for yourself and to join us as we think together and talk together about the sermon from this past week and what's going on in our world. You can join the conversation by sending in your comments and questions to EdenWC at Hotmail.com. May God cause His Word to come alive in your heart today. All right, good morning, everybody. Come on in. We want to get started on time, mostly because we are excited to have John and Kara and their family with us this morning. Going to be sharing an update on mission at Life Action and the camp. So I'm not going to waste a lot of time here. John, come on up. I'm just going to turn it over to you. Now, it's been a while since you guys have been here, so I'll just remind you. Uh, We start with eight people in the adult Sunday school, and then by the time it's over, 78 people. So it's multiplication. It always feels like a revival every week. Well, good morning. It is exciting to to be back, uh, even if it is just uh, for for a day or so. But uh, a lot has happened since uh, May when we headed up there. Uh, in a nutshell, we did a lot of stuff. All right, do we have any questions? All right. <laughs> what are your names? Uh, for those of you who may not know us, uh, we are the Mormons. Uh, John and Kara and our six, well, seven kiddos, so due in April, uh, the end of April, so uh, definitely a pleasant surprise, that's for sure, but uh, I, I'm going to be 69 when this one graduates from high school, that's, that's, that's how much of a surprise it was, so yes, but, yeah. So we have been uh, incredibly busy since we, we left in May. Uh, we started uh, May 14th officially uh, with Life Action Camp, and uh, that, is, that was just a couple weeks before camp started. And that meant that I stepped into probably the, the busiest time of the spring, and you know I was stepping in to a leadership role, having never done that particular type of thing before, Uh, and so my right-hand man, uh, he was going to basically show me the ropes through the summer, and I was just going to be his grunt man. I was just going to be his grunt man, let him lead and and show me the ropes, and that went well until he injured his back a few weeks after we got there, and he just got back into the office last week, or this past week. He has been out since, Uh, so... That meant that uh, the, the summer and the fall retreats were kind of a, a trial by fire uh, where I was like, well, I think this will work well if we do this. And that, that was uh, how family camps went. Um, you can go ahead and put some of the, the pictures up there. Uh, one of the things that's part of my responsibility is organizing and running leading activities uh, for all the families that come through there, uh, and uh, yeah, the and the well, hold on. Okay. 
I'll get to that. Uh, so that's, that's uh, part of our responsibility uh, is, again, uh, organizing, leading, making sure that the families uh, are having a good time enjoying themselves but more importantly uh, as you can see with this picture it is also to engage with the guests Uh, that's really the biggest part of my job because once activities are set and I've got them manned and they're running uh, my boss uh, they they view Kara and I as kind of the the on-camp stabilizing couple to engage with the families uh, and to get into the families' lives. And so that is actually a large part of our our summer is getting into the lives of the families, uh, which really is something Kara excels at. Uh, And so it's been, it was an awesome summer just being able to spend that time, not just making sure families get to play games, but getting to dig into their lives, getting to see where they're at in, in their life as a family, uh, where they're at in their marriages, and being able to engage with them. Uh, and so that was an incredible part of the summer. And through the summer, <clears throat> we had uh, a little over 3,000 people come through camp. Uh, and so having that opportunity to, to engage with that many people on a level deeper than just, here's how you use a laser tag gun you know, uh, being able to engage with them on a much deeper level. And we were both really amazed uh, at how deep you can get with somebody in a week. Uh, when they said, hey, we want you guys to be the ones to, to be there to get into their lives, we're like, okay, we, we got them for a week. How much can you really get into a person's life in a week? Um, but in that atmosphere, that camp atmosphere, uh, where they are there at family camp because they want to invest in their family, because they want to go deeper. Uh, it really was amazing to see uh, how open they were to those probing questions that you may not ask somebody after you've known them for two days uh, in a normal situation. And so that, that was a much-needed aspect of our job. Since my right-hand man was out, we were already down two people. It was already down from a five-person department to a three-person department. And then he hurt his back, which meant that left two of us. And the other guy has recently started developing Parkinson's. He's dealing with Parkinson's. So uh, what he could do was very limited. Uh, So... (laughs) Uh, my, my weeks went from 40 hours to like 60 hour weeks. Uh, now on the plus side, the only reason that I even was beginning to be okay with that, the awesome thing is you saw, you can see their pictures of, uh, Karen, the kids and I all there together. Um, the family was with me almost every single day, the entire time I was there. So I never missed out on family meals, that kind of stuff. Got to hang out with the kids throughout the day. Uh, If it weren't for that, there's no way I would have worked. Hey, let me do family ministry while neglecting my family. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But it turned into much longer hours than what we, anybody thought it would be because of those circumstances outside of our control. Uh, And so that's why I say I really needed the aspect of my job of getting into people's lives because that was the part that was energizing, uh, seeing God work 
<laughs> uh, seeing him work uh, the way he did in the lives of, of families, even that in that just short week that we had, huh, that we had the opportunity to, to do that. Uh, and so I often tell people that even though it was an incredibly busy summer, it was exhaustingly exhilarating. Um, there was never a time where we felt like, oh, we just need some time off. Uh, it was more like, oh, is it time to go home already? You know, uh, so it, it really was an incredible summer. You can go ahead and go on to the, the next. And one of the most awesome weeks uh, here, there is a inner city ministry in South Bend called Transformation Ministries. And they work with um, underprivileged inner city families. And we, as a camp, were able to invite them uh, to their own weekend uh, of camp uh, free of charge. And so... <laughs> seeing these families who... A lot of them had never even seen a lake before. Before, I mean, it was, had never swam in a lake, had never been in the woods, had never uh, really experienced just time together with a family. Uh, a lot of the kids that were there talked about how quiet it was, that they didn't hear yelling and gunshots all the time. And uh, there were some Muslim families who, who came with them. And uh, the wife, the husband didn't come, and the wife uh, was talking uh, with us and said, I am going to make sure my husband comes next year. Um, this year we're going to try to give them a whole week uh, instead of just a weekend family camp. We're going to try to give them a whole week because uh, it was such an incredible thing to see these kids and these families, especially these Muslim families, uh, as we just poured the love of Jesus into them and them respond. Uh, these Muslim families weren't expecting that from us because, oh, we're Christians, they're Muslim. Um, but seeing how open they became uh, to us just because we were showing them the love of Jesus and with them saying, oh, we are definitely coming back and we are bringing more of our family. Uh, it was just such an incredible, incredible uh, opportunity. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so weepy. Uh, and then I also had, have had uh, several opportunities to teach throughout the summer that actually I wasn't expecting. Um, but within my first week there, they're like, hey, you want to speak such and such a week? I'm like, well, okay. Uh, so uh, it was a pleasant surprise uh, to be able to, to teach quite a few times throughout the summer, um, both uh, family teaching and uh, teaching at the father-son retreats that we do and that kind of stuff. So it really was an incredible, incredible summer uh, working with these families uh, and being able to get into their lives on a personal basis, but also have the opportunities uh, to teach uh, during the weeks that we were there. And <clears throat> so summer came and went. And after family camps, after the summer, we then have our retreat season. 
And during our retreat season, we have uh, father-son retreats, mother-daughter retreats, men's retreats, women's retreats, and marriage retreats. Uh, and I'm going to let Kara share some uh, for, for here because, well, yeah, I made sure that the men's, the mother-daughter retreats went, but I didn't really participate in them. Obviously, you can see why. So, so for the spring retreat, um, Journey is our mother-daughter retreat. The girls and I actually got to attend. Um, that's when we were still here living over in Topeka and... We got to attend and that was an absolute blast to be able to actually take part before we helped. And so when the fall retreats rolled around, we were able to jump right in and know what was happening and knowing how to minister to the moms and the ladies. Um, the mother-daughter retreats are a blast. They eat snacks and don't sleep. <laughs> it's a big sleepover with amazing teaching. And so in the pictures, I can't see the ones in the back because I'm blind. But you can see, like, we painted, and we sang, and laser tag is definitely the girls' favorite activity because it's a guy thing, and we actually got to do it. <laughs> um, but just to see the mother-daughter relationships connect, um, in the busyness of life, we don't always connect. And so to see them sit down and talk through a lesson, um, to see them out doing a scavenger hunt together, looking for different things in creation was amazing. Um, and then to be able to sit down and counsel if they needed to, um, to be able to do the heart-to-heart -heart with the moms that maybe don't know Jesus and need that help, or for the daughter that's going, I don't like my mom, help me. And so that was really, really sweet. Uh, the ladies' retreats, they're an absolute blast. <laughs> Again, we play a whole lot, but the teaching is amazing, and the worship is so sweet. So you get a bunch of ladies together and to have that fellowship like we we don't understand how exactly it works but when you get together in the same atmosphere for a whole weekend and you're taught the same things you worship you are in creation that fellowship is so sweet and so just that bonding time of growing and that accountability and being able to share one-on-one -on -one, um, whether it's marriage issues whether it's life issues single parenting we're able to pour into those lives. That is so sweet, so, so sweet. So those are some of my favorite, favorite times. All right, and then we have, uh, like I said, the father-son retreats that we, we call them Quest, and uh, I have an opportunity this past spring and this past fall and this spring and next fall uh, to, to speak at those. Uh, and... The father-son retreats are just an incredible time to see the, the dads and the sons spending time together uh, doing things like trap shooting, axe throwing, you know, that kind of stuff. But then also the, the teaching time. One of my favorite things, uh, it was the Saturday morning session, and I gave the dads a question. I said, between now and lunch, I want you just to find somewhere here at camp uh, for you and your sons to to sit without any distractions around you and just go over these these questions with your with your boys and you know I kind of expected to see maybe a couple dads you know doing that, but it was incredible after that before lunch to walk through camp and seeing dads and their boys just sitting all over camp, uh, just going through these things that we had been talking about about you know how, at that point it was about how do you help your son find his identity in Christ? 
How do you help him root his identity in Christ? And, and seeing the dads investing in their sons all around camp, actually using that time they were given to pour into their sons, creating that... <clears throat> excuse me, that spiritual bond with their sons. It was just an incredible weekend. And again, my utter privilege to be able to, to speak at that. And then we also had uh, our Together Marriage Conference. Uh, you can go ahead and go to the next one. Uh, this was one I was expecting mostly just to be the guy who did the activities for the married couples, which was a lot of fun. Uh, but we... we this fall, they did some restructuring uh, at Life Action, and so I've got a new boss. <clears throat> and this, yeah. my my new boss knows that we have to have an activities director. I mean, we 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 have to, but she really sees that as the least of my responsibilities. And the majority of my responsibilities in the engaging with people uh, along with Kara. And so for the marriage conference, she's like, I want you to make sure that you've got some people to take care of activities because I want you and Kara in the, in the retreat with the couples at the table with them. Again, just pouring into their lives. So it was a great, great weekend. I actually had Liam run activities that weekend. So he was, he was like my right-hand man, which he did a great job running activities that weekend uh, so that Karen and I could sit in with the couples and engage with them. And again, seeing and listening to these couples as we're going through this marriage retreat, talking about the struggles in their marriage, and then giving them the resources uh, within that, and then seeing them actually make use of those resources, even through just that short time we were with them. Uh, just such an incredible uh, weekend there. And again, our, our privilege was to, to sit through that. Uh, and it'll be the same this spring. We are getting ready to start our retreat season uh, in about another six weeks. So we're gearing up for that now. But again, the opportunities to teach, the opportunities to sit in uh, and engage with the couples uh, is much more than what we actually thought we would ever get to do. Um, I thought I'd mainly be the activities director, um, but no, they want to utilize us as the, the on-camp people to engage with the guests uh, on a deeper level. And then we ended with our momentum treat, uh, which is our men's retreat, and it was the, the biggest one we've ever had. We had uh, 260-something men. And that, that's the way it has been the, the whole fall, record-breaking numbers, which is incredible. We had about 260 men, and uh, there's a, the speaker we brought in was a guy named Tom Harmon, uh, which we've known Tom for 20-something years. Uh, and he used to come when we... When we pastored in Maryland, he would come down to our church uh, every year, and when he would come to our church there in Maryland, all the Amish and Mennonite would come to our church to listen to, to Tom speak. Uh, and he's not a pastor. He was a, he's a retired Michigan State trooper, uh, and that's, that's, he's a retired Michigan State trooper, but when he speaks, it is just incredible. And uh, you can see that line of men in front of him, uh, those 
there were 26 of them, and those were the ones who, the morning that he uh, presented the gospel, those are the ones that responded to the gospel. Uh, so we had 26 men profess uh, first-time faith in, in Christ. Uh, so we're looking forward to following up with these guys and seeing where they're at now, but knowing that, I mean, 260 men and 26 of them uh, made a profession of faith. Was just, it was such an incredible weekend uh, with the men's retreat there. And so that kind of is a big nutshell of our camp and retreat season. Uh, that ended in November. What have we been doing since? A lot more than what I thought I would get to do, that's for sure. Um, the second part of my job, the first part was activities director during camps and retreats. And then the next part of my job was, um, or is, engaging with my, my program team, not just my activities team. Uh, activities is under programs in general, and then there's the program team. Uh, I thought I was just going to be another cog in the wheel, but my boss is like, I want you to be our, our go-to spiritual guy, uh, to, to put it that way. Um, she wants me to kind of uh, oversee the, the spiritual development of our team, um, the encouraged, spiritual encouragement of our team. So in that bottom picture, that's what I was doing with the paper plates. I was encouraging them spiritually. Um, that's, my, that's part of my program team. Uh, we had gotten together for prayer, and my boss was like, do you think we could do something a little fun first? I'm like, oh yeah, I've got some ideas. So uh, during the, the off-season, just spending time with my program team, uh, getting to encourage them uh, through prayer, through uh, engaging with them. We had a, a big cookout with the team to, after everything was done, just to say, we're done. Uh, and it was just such a great time. And we have loved... Uh, getting to know not just the activities department, the guys that are directly under me, but um, the program team as a whole. It's been an incredible uh, uh, process as, as God has drawn us together uh, as a team in such a short period of time and just love working with the people that we have. Uh, right now, uh, when originally went to Life Action, they said, activities and writing. Uh, so I had some writing responsibilities. I was going to be uh, writing the material for the father-son retreats and writing family devotionals that will be sending home with the families after family camp, which that is what I'm doing, uh, in addition to writing the kids' curriculum for family camp and the speaker's material for family camp. Uh, and all the skits that we do for family camp, and periodic content that we'll be sending throughout the year. Uh, so I'm very excited at the incredible opportunities. The, the writing material for the speakers at family camp, this is the first time they've ever done that. Uh, it was always when they would bring speakers in for family camp, uh, the speakers had broad latitude with whatever they wanted to speak on for their week at family camp. Um, but they realized that can create some issues if one speaker says this and the next week another speaker says that. So like, we want to do something to make sure the speakers are all speaking on the same thing in the same direction. John, you want to write the material for them. And it's an incredible privilege, really, uh, to know that 
during the weeks now of family camp, I'm not just going to be able to get into the lives of all these people, uh, all these families, as, we, as Karen and I engage them personally, but I have a hand in preparing all of the spiritual content that they're going to be ingesting while they're at family camp, plus all the spiritual content they'll be taking home after family camp, plus spiritual content that we're going to be sending them throughout the year. Uh, so my, my responsibilities for writing uh, and developing the spiritual content for uh, Life Action Family Camp and possibly more, um, it, I, we didn't see it coming at all. Um, but my new boss is like, you're a writer. We trust what you have to say. Let's put you in these positions. And I'm meeting this week with one of the guys who is over content development for the entire ministry. Uh, I'm meeting with him this week because uh, there may be a possibility of also helping develop content for all the road teams that travel all over the country throughout the year. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's been incredible to see God open up all these different avenues uh, of being able to uh, contribute to the spiritual direction and spiritual lives of so many people. Uh, with just family camps and retreats, we've got <clears throat> about 3,500 people every year, um, but toss in road teams and the, the thousands of people they engage with throughout the year, and uh, I'm humbled, really by the opportunity that God has, has presented. So uh, we are now in the planning process. I'm getting to the end of the writing stage of everything and getting starting the planning uh, of our next retreat season and family camp season. So that's where we're at right now. Now, thankfully, we have added to our team uh, the activities department. I have, we've brought in uh, one more guy, so I'm, I'm not the, this is how sad it is. I was considered the able-bodied guy. <laughs> That's how sad it was. Uh, so, thankfully, we've brought in another guy who, who really is an able-bodied guy. And I got an administrative assistant. Now, those who know me know that I don't need an administrative assistant because that's, that's my strength as administration. <laughs> no, so this year I think is going to go much better because my administrative assistant, that is what she does well, which obviously you know that's not what I do well. Uh, and so having another guy in the department, uh, able-bodied, and having an administrative assistant, and the guy who was out because of back issues, he was back in the office this week. Um, he's great at helping plan and brainstorm and purchase and research, so it's, it's good to have him back as well. So, uh, ironically, this past summer, after we were done, uh, I told Kara, I said, don't, don't look at this summer as what a typical summer is going to look like. It was an unusual circumstance, you know, with Dave, my right-hand man, being out and me being it. Well, now we're going to have a baby right before family camp starts, so so much for getting to find out what a normal uh, family camp summer is going to look like. Uh, but we are looking forward to it. Uh, all right. We want to leave some time for questions and such. So... 
Any questions? Uh, when can you get invited? Um, let me check the calendar. You're invited. There we go. Uh, yeah, we, we have retreats throughout the spring, 10 weeks of family camps in the summer, and then retreats throughout the fall. Uh, and they want to add some more uh, events. Now, the, the higher-ups are great visionaries. Oh, wouldn't it be great to do this and this and this? <laughs> Thankfully, my boss is there, and she knows how to use the brake pedal. And she's like, Donnie, Mike, those are great ideas. Get us some more people, then we'll do them. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we've got lots of events and many more planned. So you've got plenty of opportunities to come. <laughs> Any other questions? Uh, they are mainly in the same area at Life Action Camp. Uh, now, typically, uh, during February, last week of February, first week of March, we would head down south to Georgia and Mississippi uh, to do father-son retreats down there, uh, but we're not going to be able to do that this year. Uh, but pretty much everything is held at Life Action Camp there in the Niles Buchanan area. Yeah, uh, actually, you'd be surprised the family camps. We have lots of grandparents there. Um, there. There are some weeks that we actually have a lower number of children and a higher number of, of senior adults for family camps. Uh, with the marriage retreats, we get, a minute, we get couples of all age ranges. Uh, and same with the, uh, the marriage retreat, or same with the men's and women's retreat. Uh, like Liam hit it off at our men's retreat. He hit it off with a group, a group of college guys who were there. Um, it's funny. There were 260 men there, and I, they, as I was watching, they were all walking around calling Liam by name, giving him fist bumps. I'm like, how does he know all these people? Uh, so he's good at getting into people's lives as well. Uh, but yeah, there's a huge age range from college age on up to uh, senior adults at both the men's and the women's retreats. Uh, the father-son retreats, we have dads there with boys as young as four or five years old on up to, to dads who have you know, 17, 18-year-old sons, and sometimes the grandfather comes with them. Uh, so even though like, it's called family camp, all of our events, including family camp, have a, a broad demographic when it comes to ages of people who are there, uh, which is what I absolutely love, uh, that it's not just a bunch of young, young families or young people. Uh, so, good question. Thank you. Okay, that's a good question. Uh, if you didn't hear it, the uh, question was, what if there are people in the local church in the area uh, who would like to be involved? Uh, do you, is there an internship kind of thing? Uh, do you have to be part of a particular denomination? Actually, we are starting a program this year uh, that is for people in the surrounding local churches who, who want to volunteer but may not 
be like, hey, I want to be on staff, but they'd like to help out with a retreat or they'd like to help out with family camp. <clears throat> Excuse me. So we actually, that is going to be developed. Hopefully, it won't be developed in time for our spring retreats, uh, but we're hoping to have that in place for family camps where people from the local churches can volunteer to come in and help. And as far as denomination, uh, yeah, there's no, a life action isn't affiliated with any denomination it's its own independent entity uh so yeah denominational barriers uh aren't there for that so that's a good question and we're actually looking at developing internships uh with christian colleges that offer camp ministry uh degrees uh especially during the summer where they're if they're going to to school for a degree in camp ministry they can spend uh, a summer working at camp uh, for both the experience and for college credit. That, that's a good question. It's uh, If they're not affiliated with any particular denomination, is there a set of core beliefs that you have to uh, ascribe to? Uh, and yes, there is. Uh, and it, it's uh, an orthodox Christianity. It's uh, They don't get into specifics like um, uh, speaking in tongues, not speaking in tongues. Um, Reformed or Arminian, you know, they don't go in, into that kind of stuff. It's the kind of stuff that we would say we can work with the Baptist Church across town because we have a a common set of beliefs. Uh, and so the the Life Action's core uh, beliefs are uh, the core beliefs, the essential uh, essentials of the gospel uh, and Christianity. Uh, so that if you are part of a orthodox denomination uh, that you would have no issues uh, signing on to the core statement. Uh, now, if you're, well, I'm just going to leave it there. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, they do have a core set of beliefs that you have to ascribe to in order to come on staff, uh, and you do have to give uh, evidence of faith in Christ. I mean, you, you have to be able to give your testimony, uh, and they do probe your life. Uh, to see is there evidence in your life that you are a child of God? So, good question. Did that? Oh. Uh, and we also have, uh, going back to, to Chuck's question about people coming in, uh, we've had in, in place for a while now for, uh, for the camp a program called Crew, which is for high school students who can come in and they can work one week, they can work 10 weeks if they want, uh, but they come in uh, during the summer uh, to, to volunteer, whether it's uh, on my activities team, whether it's in the food service doing uh, kitchen. Um, yeah, yeah, on those pancakes. Uh, so uh, high school kids coming on in to help throughout the summer. Uh, there, we also bring them in during the, the spring and fall retreats that's usually more homeschoolers because that is during during school um but during the summer i mean it's it's open to anybody any teenager um so that's another way that we try to involve the community 
uh, with what we do with the, through the crew program. It, it is a growing ministry. Um, it's, I mean, it's, it's a, it's not a, it hasn't been around a long time. I think it's probably, what, yeah, five, the last five to seven years, which I guess for some ministries that is a long time. Uh, but it, and it is continuing to grow. Uh, we have some people on staff at Life Action who have connections with Transformation Ministries. Uh, and my, my right-hand guy, uh, fo- he's, he and his wife foster. Uh, and so they fostered several kids, and that's how they got connected with Transformation Ministries. <clears throat> I don't have a, a whole lot of information on them, um, but that's one of those where I can say I can find out some more for you. Uh, but yeah, they are in South Bend, and they, they focus on underprivileged uh, inner city families, uh, not just the kids, but the families. Yeah, yeah, it's a great ministry, and had a, had a great time getting to know not just the leaders, but a lot of the families who have been impacted by Transformation Ministries. Uh, Chuck asked about our support our support needs. Um, first, thank you so much for your support. Uh, we were both blown away blown away uh, by the number of people uh, from Eden who are supporting us and and how much uh, you're supporting us. Uh, as far as just monthly supporters go, you're covering about thirty percent. Uh, of our our support plus a lot of the the one-time gifts uh that were given so man it is blown us away uh, how much you guys have supported us and we thank you so much for that uh, it has meant so much uh as far as support uh, we had to be at 100 percent to get to life action uh to start on staff uh, and it the economy has wreaked havoc with a lot of families uh, and so uh, because of job situations and that kind of stuff, yeah, we, we have uh, lost some of our supporters. Uh, so we will probably uh, be starting probably next month or the month after. We'll, we'll do some more uh, support raising uh, activities and more efforts in that area since we have lost some support. Uh, <clears throat> let's see. Actually, that's about right. We're we're right at about ninety percent. Yep. So, uh, so we're not we're not hurting, but yeah, we definitely want to get back up to a hundred. So. Oh yes. Uh, the kids have integrated really well. Um, you may not, my kids aren't shy. And so they have loved making new friends every single week through family camp. 
uh, usually the families get there Monday afternoon, and usually by Tuesday morning, they're already with a group of kids running around camp uh, playing gaga ball or carpet ball or something else. So they've loved the summer uh, and the retreat season, uh, just getting to make f- new friends uh, every week. Uh, we finally uh, were able to settle on a church home, was that October? Yeah. Uh, we had looked and looked. I, I will tell you, it is Eden for the win. When it, especially when it comes to engaging and welcoming visitors. I mean, you guys for the win. Absolutely, hands down. Uh, the first church we attended, uh, looking for a church, uh, it was about the size of Eden. And, you know, we're a family of eight who comes in. And after service, I positioned us right in the middle of the flow of traffic so that we could talk to people. And they all just walked around us. I'm like, well, I, 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 something wrong? Uh, so, and for several churches, that's the way it was. And we, we finally found one where they, were, they engaged with us, and we were able to engage with them uh, and spent about four weeks there. We didn't want to just uh, spend a week at a church and go, yes, that's, of course, that's what we did here. Uh, but... <laughs> Well, that's because you guys, for the win, engaged us. <laughs> um, so we, we found a church that, hey, I th- think this will be a good one. Spent about four weeks there. And like, well, let's see what else there is before we make a decision. Uh, and so finally, the, the third church where we actually were like, this could be a potential one, uh, is where we landed uh, at a church named Redeemer. Uh, ironically enough... Uh, Seth had sent me a, an article that a guy wrote on baptism and communion. Uh, he was like, hey, what do you think about this? And it turns out that's the pastor of the church that we're at. Uh, so, and he was actually a Life Action team member before we were ever Life Action team members. And so we've had a lot of rapport with him, a lot to talk about. And uh, it's, been, it's been a good move for our family. The kids uh, already have made good connections uh, with the, the youth there, uh, and we're, we're still making those good connections. We've, we've got several families in the church that we've already connected with, uh, but even at that, still, eating for the win. Uh, I, can't, I can't stress that enough. Uh, so we are, we're we're pretty settled in now as far as church family goes. Uh, next month, we'll be meeting with some of the church leaders to discuss uh, you know, deeper things with the church so that we can go, yes, this really is the church that, that we want. But I don't really foresee knowing Brian and, and Matt, one of the elders. I think it's the church we're going to be at. So, uh, And... Did that answer everything? I think there might have been some more to your question. Well, I will say it's, it's the first church I will have been a part of in over 20 years where the pastor wasn't bald with facial hair. So, <laughs> so what's that? Sure it's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep, uh, that's... That's my goal. I'm going to fix this. <laughs> Brian, you got to shave your head if you want to be a good pastor. So, yeah. Yeah. 
but uh, and it's uh, a reformed church. It's it, it reminds us the preaching reminds us a lot of Eden uh, and the doctrinal core beliefs of the church, and so that's one of the things we're like, yeah, this is this is it. So, uh, any other questions? Uh, we, at this point in time, we don't have any retreats specifically for singles. Uh, now, the, the higher-ups that are somehow, they've got great ideas. That's one of their ideas. Um, right now, uh, our camp staff is spread so thin with what we are doing uh, that that will be, it's on the docket for when we get more staff. Uh, uh, both singles and youth retreats. So uh, those things, we want to do things like that, but right now, staff-wise, uh, it would be a stretch. So. All right, it is 9.45, which means uh, we are done. So I'm going to assume that's all the questions because that's all the time we've got. So I guess I'll turn it back over to Pastor Matt. Well, thanks, guys, for the update. Uh, it is exciting to have you back home with us. Uh, we are anticipating uh, hearing John share in the service uh, from the Word of God, but let's just close in prayer. Father, we thank you so much that it is your Word that is living and active and powerful. It is your gospel, O oh God, that is the power unto salvation. And I thank you, Lord, for what you've been doing in John and Kara. Uh, with their whole family at Life Action Camp, Lord, creating spaces for the gospel. Uh, even if it's uh, things that don't sound super spiritual, uh, like laser tag, I thank you, God, that you are using their life and time and energy uh, to create an opportunity, create, create a, space, a space, God, where uh, the gospel can not only be heard, but received and responded to. Uh, and we pray, Lord, just more of it. Uh, just increase uh, what you're doing. Increase uh, the ideas that you are giving John and the team. Uh, increase the energy. Uh, Lord, we pray specifically for Kara and this baby that is coming. Uh, Lord, that you would have your hand on her and this precious little one. Uh, we just pray through this whole thing, God, that their family would be wrapped up in the gospel. We know uh, the stories and statistics of pastors' families and missionary families uh, who grow up around it and then get hurt and jaded and put off. Lord, we pray stand guard over these precious kids. Uh, let their hearts uh, be softened uh, week by week as people come and hear the gospel. I, I pray, uh, Lord, for each one of these awesome kids that we've got to see grow up here. Uh, make their hearts soft to the gospel as well. Uh, give them opportunities to love and serve. Use them uh, as a launching pad for what you have for them, we pray. Uh, bless this family in Jesus' name. Amen.